yeah, for me, an ideal church would be somewhere where people can come and feel welcome and engage, I guess, in a healthy discussion about topics, but not feel like they would have no place there because of the way the topics are being discussed. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'm from New Zealand. Hi, this is Justin Charles, and I'm from Canada. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome, everyone. Oh, hey, Charles, are you there? Bethany, yeah. Is the reception good? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I guess I was just thinking it was Sunday yesterday, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, it was it was a good uh, Sunday that we had here. It's just the beginning of February, so you know, it's it's you know the love month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know, like uh, I've been thinking a lot about church because I I guess like. I grew up in a certain kind of church, right? And so I'm used to church being a certain way, but then I've definitely traveled around the world and seen different ways that people do church. And I was kind of thinking like, what is church for you? Like, what does your church look like? Right. Actually, now that you said that, I remember we went to different churches when we went uh, back home in the Philippines and we would get to experience how each and every churches that we would vi- would uh, that we visited there uh, have done their church right. So for my for me as a background, I haven't known you know God or Jesus in a personal way, uh, not until I turned about nineteen or twenty years old. So, how do you define you know a church for you in in your context? Yeah, I guess for me, like I grew up in a Baptist church, but honestly, I hate telling people that just because like it gives people connotations. And I'm like, yeah, my church probably doesn't look like what you think it looks like. But yeah, it was it was kind of <laughs> like what I would call, I guess, like just a kind of normal church. It wasn't too extreme about any particular ideas. You know, we had worship, we had communion kind of like once a month maybe um we had baptisms when people would get baptized but only adult baptisms like we didn't do baptisms for children or anything and yeah so I grew up in that kind of church but then for the last four years I've kind of been attending an Anglican church which is quite different right um and and so like it's yeah it's interesting to think about what those churches look like but then I think in New Zealand one of the overwhelming senses I get about church is a sense of informality and casualness, which when I visit churches in other places, I don't feel that. Like I feel like in other places, church is more formal and people make more effort to be formal. Whereas here, it seems a bit like people are very casual. Right. So like just, just going back to, you know, the context of church, and you know the role of church so what is the role of your church in your life now for me that's an interesting one because quite often i guess i find my christian community a little bit not in church and i don't know if that's good or if that's bad or like what is church you know like because as a group of christians who meet together in a different location than a designated church building still a church 
or is it not a church like what makes a church a church what would you say like what do you think makes a church a church well now uh that i've been in in my church for about seven years uh since i met them uh, back when i was 19 or 20 years old what one of the things that i learned or grew uh in towards is the idea that the church in itself are the people because um, a lot of times I come from a born again, full gospel church and uh, we've experienced moving to different, you know, locations uh, physically, you know, the building. And for me uh, in, 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 in a context, you know, the church are the people, just like you said, um, you've been to a lot of churches now and you've seen the difference um, I would say for me, growing up here at my church, we are very, you know, we're all loving people, but we're not, you know, formal, formal. We're very informal in a way that um, we just, you know, worship God and and love him and love each other. So there's more sense of a family. Um, so for me, like the role of my church in my life now is very important because that's where I, in a matter of saying like spiritually grow. Yeah, it's interesting because I guess I find a lot of the time here when I spiritually grow, it's not usually because of the church. And I know that's kind of bad, but like, I don't know, church for me often, I think throughout my life just feels like a place where I go on a Sunday and I meet with others and, you know, like I hear a sermon, I sing some songs But I think like it's throughout the other days in my life that I grow spiritually and like in fellowship with other Christians and, you know, whether that be my family or friends or like um, I've always been living with other Christians in all of the houses that I've lived in while I've been at university and stuff. And so I think, yeah, I feel like community and outside of churches where I kind of grow spiritually, but then I want I kind of want church to be a bigger part of my life, but then I have hesitations. And I was wondering if maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Well, now that you're talking about that, um, you told me that you left your uh, church about a few years ago. And just to have a general question, like Bethany, what what do you think, uh, or what do you think are the reasons why, you know, people would leave a church And do you know anyone who's left a church, their church? Yeah, I know a lot of people, actually. Like, even Mm -hmm. just last year, I had so many close friends who kind of came to a point where they wanted to leave the church. And all of them, it was for slightly different reasons. But there was an overwhelming sense of the fact that the church as an institution was failing to love people well. And I think like that's at the heart of why a lot of Christian young people in New Zealand get disillusioned with the church as an institution, because there are rules in place and there are different things that make, I guess, us feel like the church as an institution is not loving people well. Now, now the people in that church might be loving people well, but it's just the, I guess, what the church is standing for seems to be not loving people well. and treating people badly and yeah so it's hard to kind of reconcile those things I guess where it's like I really want to be in a community where we can love all kinds of people regardless of different factors but then 
because of I guess like some Christian principles it's like makes it very difficult to really welcome everybody into that space you know what I I actually resonate with you when it comes to you know looking for a church that would define you know the word love because for me what a church should be is a place where you can be welcomed right where you can feel that you're part not only as an institute an institution but like a community uh, or a group or a family and uh, I was so blessed that in the church that I am in we actually have that kind of sense where the love like just really overflows but one of the things that I am you know hard at uh, in my heart is that um, I feel like it's hard for us to not necessarily welcome uh, people, but um, just to share to you the background of the church that I am in, um, we are predominantly, you know, Filipino uh, church. And there's a lot of us uh, at church now, but one of the things that are in my heart right now is to really usher in just like you said, you've been to different churches, you've seen a lot of people, you know, the way they do. And I'm really blessed that I'm grounded and rooted in my church right now. But one of the things that I am praying for uh, with regards to our church is, you know, that sense of welcoming other races and other cultures and other people. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get that breakthrough. But um, right now, it's still hard for us to go there. So, you know, um, I don't necessarily know how it feels to leave a church because I haven't experienced it. And I'm praying by God's grace, you know, Bethany, that I hope that I will stay in my church um, because I am experiencing everything here. But just like the concern that I told you, you know, um, not, no church is perfect and a lot of churches fail in areas yeah I think particularly in New Zealand like I was saying I think one of the areas the church is failing in is making people feel welcome and I think particularly like here it's a very liberal country and yes. so I guess people just feel judged by the church and they feel like the church is just this religious institution that is very outdated and judgy and, you know, isn't willing to just accept people for who they are or who they think they are. And I think it's hard because on one level, like for me, I would be friends with anyone, you know, like it doesn't matter to me, like whether they um, have, you know, anything about them that's different to myself. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I would still want to be friends with that person. But then I sometimes wouldn't feel like I could invite that person to my church just because I know that they would feel judged or they would feel out of place or, you know, like just that people wouldn't necessarily make them feel welcome. And so I think it's hard. And I think I've thought a lot about, you know, how we could, be better at making everybody feel welcome regardless of who they are or what they look like or what they think like and it's it's difficult because you don't want to compromise like scripture and the truth but then at the same time you you do want people to feel like they can come into a space and feel welcome regardless of who they are oh yeah so just to 
you know, with regards to that, Bethany, what to you would be like an ideal church? What what does it look like to you? I think for me, like an ideal church would be somewhere where, you know, anyone can come and feel welcome, where I guess what's being taught from the front is biblical, but doesn't necessarily have to be controversial all the time. Because, I mean, of course, there are some times when I guess Christian beliefs and practices are different from the beliefs and practices of the general population, but we don't have to like reach it all the time, you know, like it's just kind of like, sometimes I just feel like churches are always talking about something that's like a bit controversial to most people. And so it's like, I could, I wouldn't invite someone to come and hear this discussion because it's like, I know straight away whoever listened to it would be like oh you guys are really weird or you know you're extreme yeah and so I think yeah for me an ideal church would be somewhere where people can come and feel welcome and engage I guess in a healthy discussion about topics but not feel like they would have no place there because of the way the topics are being discussed like I just think a discussion that emanates love and I guess is coming from a point of view that's wanting to to love people rather than just condemn people or condemn the government or you know like there's just a lot of politics and different things that get mixed up into church and I I think like an ideal church would try to keep away from doing that what about for you like what what does an ideal church look like you know, it, it may be because I haven't, you know, uh, been to, you know, a lot of different churches nor experienced them as much as you do. But um, to me, an ideal church is really a place and a people who would really show who Christ is, you know, his characters, his ways. And just like the word that you, that you used without compromising, you know, the word of God. So, um, I've been welcomed by display um, by my church seven years ago uh, with all the baggages that I had and you know to have people who would really support me and show that I am loved um, that's where I found out that God loves me too you know and to me a space that would make you feel that God loves you is a space that I would be going to you know what i mean so in 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 a context of like an ideal church um not only loving but also firm with their belief is what i think should be you know um what a church looks like and a lot of times right now there's a lot of churches who compromise not only with their faith but more so with what they're standing for and that is, you know, one of the hardest things to to witness uh, that uh, as a church, we are now compromising because of the things that are happening around us, you know, uh, the challenges that we are facing. And I'm pretty sure you've seen the, those, you know, challenges. I don't have to mention a lot of them uh, that would, you know, compromise us standing for our faith. And for me, it would be an ideal church for me is just with, with all that love and firmness that they would still be standing, you know, with the word. And it's, it's like, I don't know why we got to this, this topic, but just this summer, I went to a workplace 
where I met like 20 different pastors, you know, of different churches, of different denominations. And now that you, I'm hearing from you, you know, different er, different uh, practices, I kind of like relate more to what you're saying, like when it comes to understanding the church from a people's perspective, right? Because sometimes it's hard for us to invite people knowing that uh, in the church that we are in, we are doing this, we are doing that. I'm not saying that, you know, we are, we are like that, right? But sometimes like some churches, it's really hard for them to, you know, uh, place uh, what they're standing for, right? So now, just like going back to that, do you think church has become irrelevant? I think like for myself, it's not irrelevant, but then some of, I think potentially some of the practices that the church does or some of the traditions that keeps on carrying maybe have become irrelevant Uh, I can just see that there are some practices that maybe the church needs to revise or change not in a biblical way but just in a in a contextual cultural way it's like is this really helping people to connect with God or isn't it so what the the things that are happening right now especially with our age group you know or the youths or younger than us it's hard for us to find, you know, these ideal churches that we are talking about, right? And sometimes we are so focused on the problems and the challenges that the church brings that it gets harder for us to find God. And that's the reality of it, that sometimes the church hurts us, you know, and it's hard for us to find you know, the, the, a relationship to connect with, with God. And so I, I understand your feeling, like saying that, you know, is it irrelevant nowadays or is it still relevant? So like for me, by his grace, I, I know that church is still relevant, especially in these days, because there's no other place for, you know, people and God-believing people to belong to or else it's going to be a tough battle, right? Um, I know you, are you part of a church right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I always find it a little bit strange in the holidays because like I always sort of feel like I just kind of come back to my hometown and like I'll go to the church that my family are going to, but it doesn't really feel like my church. Right. Um, And then like this year I'll have to find a new church to go to and be a part of because I'm, changing cities and so I'll be looking around for a new church and so that's always a little bit interesting as well right like why why would I choose the church that I choose and like I always have to kind of think about it but I think always the reason that I end up attending whatever church I attend is because of the people and I feel like for me the church is the people like what you were saying earlier and so I think maybe some of the things about church that are potentially going to become irrelevant are like everybody having to gather together in a building and like the church is relevant and the fact that it is people and the kingdom of God being lived out on earth. And it's like a fellowship of Christian believers and it's important to meet together. And I think it's actually more important to meet together and share a meal together potentially wow. than to meet together and listen to a sermon, you know, like, cause I think 
yes, it's important to have teaching and to explore God's word. But I think particularly in this age of COVID where church gatherings, like the size is limited, right? Right. Because of different restrictions. And so, and especially here in New Zealand at the moment, because of the different vaccine laws and things like um, most of the churches can only have 50 people if they want to include, well, you know, be inclusive to everyone. If they want to restrict it to people who are vaccinated, they can have unlimited amounts of people. But most churches are like, no, we don't really think that's what God wants. We want to be inclusive to everyone. And so then the gathering limit is 50 or 100. And so right. it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's difficult because it's like, how how can we still do church? And I think that's where, like, as the kingdom of God, we're going to have to, like, actually just think about it and go, you know, what does church mean? Like, how has the wow. church become irrelevant? You know, like, what can we do? to meet together as the body of Christ that's different. Like, cause I just think it's going to have to be different and in, in this pandemic world. And I think people are still clinging very hard to the old way it was and going, no, we have to do it this way. It's been done this way for hundreds of years. We must do it this way. Right. But it's like, actually, how can we adapt and change so that the family of God is still very alive and vibrant right. and maybe we don't need to be restricted to we must gather inside a building and do this and this. Yeah. And for me, you know, uh, the God that we serve is alive and I'm pretty sure he's going to speak to us from, you know, 2000 years ago, he's still going to speak to us now that we have a pandemic and, you know, things are becoming, you know, ever changing. Uh, we know that he is a God who does, who will never change he is the God who will stand strong and is victorious until the end. But he's still going to speak to us until now. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like this, the, 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 the word that he has given like 100 years ago. I'm pretty sure it's still going to be relevant, but he can transform the way we approach it. So for me, just to end our conversation and even the, like moving forward when it comes to talks about churches, I'm pretty sure that the church that we're talking about is the people it's not yeah, the, the sure. physical building that we are on nor the name of the church that we are representing but it's th these people who are christ believing god believing people who are gathering as one body you know serving god with all they have and loving each other and sharing the good news and for me uh just to be part of a church and now, nowadays, right? That just you said, even for us, we're on a lockdown and we cannot gather even for more than 10 people. And how, if we have lived, you know, uh, a lifestyle where a church is called just being gathered in a, in, a, in a square room and we cannot do that now, are we still a church? You know, that could be a big question to other, you know, people, other Christians, but I just want to like say to myself, like the church is the people. And so if we as people gather as one, then we make, you know, the church or the body of Christ alive and, you know, pursuing, you know, victory with all these challenges that we are experiencing right now. And that is in every way, shape or form. Yeah, definitely. Like it's kind of reminding me actually of um, a Maori saying where, right. um, like there's kind of this um you can ask a question and it's like what's most important and the answer is 
hey tangata hey tangata hey tangata which means the people the people the people and wow. i think in the kingdom of god yeah it's the people who are the most important and so long as people can connect and i guess like feel like they're together in some way whether that's online whether that's you know just meeting up in smaller groups or like with right. other you know say two families meet and then another two families meet like in a way that works with with the, how things are like I think so long as those who love and worship the Lord can come together in some way right um even though it will look different to how it did in the past maybe I think that's what's important because it's the people and it's being able to invite more people and more people to be part of the family of God and that's what the church is and for me just coming from a church who is really close knitted together and I'm just sharing that to you because our, our church is you know we we are gathering like a lot of us all of us can uh can still gather as one you know I am not I'm not saying that you know um we can just do life alone or by our own but if we connect with other people I'm pretty sure that that's the body of Christ you know and uh, we are I'm just so blessed to have a church that I'm on right now where we can still gather together and worship God together but I am not disclosing it for those who don't have that you know um you know that part of their life right now it doesn't mean that they're not part of a church you know so just being able to connect with other you know God believing people uh is already something that would honor what Christ or God's description of a body of Christ is and that's beautiful to see too yeah, and I think, like, just to, I guess, finish off with a thought, I was, like, thinking, actually, even just us meeting together, oh, like, wow. over this conversation, we are the church, you know, because Jesus said, when two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there with them. And I'm like, wow, wow like, even us, we are the church right now. We are, wow. you know, we are the kingdom. We are, you know, wow, being wow. able to participate. <laughs> What a way to start my week, Bethany. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, thank you for bringing that up. Like, I'm pretty sure these are, you know, heavy topics, but I'm, I'm glad that we are seasoning each other with grace uh, with our conversation. Yeah, no, it was, it was good to kind of like just think about these things. And I'm sure there's more we can think about in more detail, but it's, it's kind of good to just like open the topic and start to really wrestle with it. Right. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping we could uh, talk again like this next week. Yeah, for sure. Next time. Um, yeah. Until then, um, I'll see you later. All right. Have yourself a good week, Bethany. Ciao, ciao.